In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Ready? Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. One of the best heavyweights to ever do it, man. Deontay Wilder, who's fighting this Saturday, October 15th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Welcome, brother. Uh, thank you so much for having me. How you feeling, my brother? I feel great. How about yourself? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. You know, man, I, you and Tyson Fury went to war. Mm. You know, last year, and and, and I, I don't, I'm sure a lot of people saw the fight, man. But when I saw it, I felt like it was one of the best heavyweight fights I ever witnessed. And I left that fight feeling like, man, those two guys are warriors. Mm. Like I didn't feel like there was a win or loss, in, as far as like just y'all two as men. What did you learn about yourself after that fight? Well, for me, it's just you know, I handled a lot of things that I that I had control of, and the things I didn't have control of. You know, I wanted to test myself. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see how relentless I was. How how uh, limitless I was, you know what I mean? So I I, I learned a lot, but I knew a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I just wanted to test myself with a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a lot of black and gray areas of what I'm saying, but um, 
I buy by the, the saying, what's understood don't have to be explained. So mm-hmm. who all understand me, you know, it don't have to be explained about it. But it was a great fight, you know. It was a great fight, one in the history books. Absolutely. Um, everywhere I go around the world, you know, people talk about it and um, and um, um, love to see the fight. Right. So, um, I, I, you know, I can't say nothing but great things about it. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. you said a fourth one might, is not ruled out for you. If it's not a real doubt? It's not, a, like, you would potentially do it. Not a ruled out. Oh, most right. definitely. Most mm-hmm. de- I mean, the heavyweight division is very small, so uh, the numbers are, while the numbers are small, we can fight each other four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. times. It's not like uh, all the other divisions where it's super packed, you know. Um, so I think that's a great thing about the heavyweight division, where we can get in there and fight multiples of time, only if, the you know, the fighters are willing to do so, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, and um, so lonely at the heavyweight division. I know it's been, I know when I left for a little bit, you know, a lot of people were drawing me back in and different things like that with their excitement and stuff. And uh, and uh, so now I'm now I'm back and uh, just bringing more excitement back to it. We got a lot of things going on. Um, different champions has has been developed and uh, it's gonna be great. You know, I'm looking forward to this fight uh, come Saturday as well to to add to the excitement. You know, the Barclays Center here in Brooklyn has been some of my most dramatic, some of my most memorable and electrifying knockouts. So yeah, I remember I'm that li- first Ortiz fight I saw at uh, the Barclays. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking to add add to that excitement mm-hmm. here again. So when I came here, I just felt so great. You know, what I mean, I'm like I ain't been here in a long time. I haven't fought him in here in a long time. It's just you know, you just get that positive. I'm all about energy, mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. the you know, what I'm saying the vibrations of it and. When I came here and set foot on ground, I was like, ah, oh, man, I feel like I'm at home. You right, know right, what right. I mean? So it's going to be good. I, I'm looking forward to it. I was going to ask, you talk about the heavyweight division. You know, as a kid, that was the biggest thing that we watched, right? We always watched the heavyweight, whether it was Tyson or Holyfield, whoever it may be. Why do you think the heavyweight division is not as big as it was growing up? Um, I mean, we got a lot of things going on here in America. You know, back in those times... I didn't think they have so so many different sports, so many different things going on. Especially even even before that time, where you just had you know doing you, yeah doing the Tyson, even during the Ali times, you know mm-hmm. boxing was one of the main things because of all the other different sports that wasn't occurring. Right now we compete against so many different things, mm-hmm. and um, and I think uh, the publicity side of it, I think they can do more far as getting fighters out there, just like the UFC. You know, mm-hmm. I was up in Vegas training um, at the Apex. Mm-hmm. Up, uh, and and uh, what Dana White does up there, he turned the $2 million facility into and, and sold it for $4 billion. And he did it uh, with none fighting record fighters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, his, his thing is um, records is for DJs. You know, so he, he took like 13 and, and 20 guys, you know, one in 19, well, being that the winning and losses, you know, and, and turned it into a, a mega facility. Mm-hmm. And um, every time those guys come in the facility, they got cameras in their face. They have uh, media training and mm-hmm. uh, different little things like that. They'll just keep, keep, the fan, keep you know, their faces in the fan, you know, out in the public and, and different things like that. And I think that's what boxing need, you know. I always say uh, this, this is a, not a sport, it's a business, overall business. And Within the business, you got the green eye monster, in there, and most of the time, people are looking to fulfill their pockets mm-hmm. instead of uh, uh, where the concerns of the fighters and and what it takes to get them out there, you know. And uh, I think that's one of the things that's lacking, 
you know, in this uh, business, just to promotion wise, getting out there even more so than ever. But you know everybody, everybody don't have a personality. Like you got a personality, Fury got a personality. Because everybody got great fighters, but mm. they just don't have personality. Yeah, that's true too. That's definitely true. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk. You know, they just. I don't know if they're scared to say the wrong thing or they don't know what to say or if it's a fear factor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Some of them get nervous. I mean, this is, it's, it's, like I said, this is a business. And every time we step in the ring, we're, we're risking our lives for others' entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, that is true. So uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. I think I what you know. said, too, though, with, with records, you know, because it's, and I, Floyd Mayweather didn't mess it up, but it was part of the reason, like, Everybody wants to be undefeated, right? Mm. So now, if if you lose a fight, it's almost like they make it seem like your career is over. Right. Well, you don't that's know. You so don't know true. the sport then. You know, if you, know, you feel that that's way, that's what they do. They make it feel like if you lose a fight, now your ranking goes down. They don't you know, know the sport. What's the rankings? But that's, that's every what every are great has lost. Ali lost. Mm -hmm. Tyson lost. And people right. love Lewis a comeback lost. story too. But now everything is into zero losses. I want to see how far you can go undefeated. That's that's that is so true. That's that's y'all. You're hitting the nail right on the head. Um, um, that definitely with the with the uh, winning and lo losing, you know, everybody have that 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 um the idea of just like you said, if you lose, then you go down, you go down. But it, it really the opposite. The more you lose, the more opportunity you actually have. You know, I've seen guys lose so many times, and every time you turn around, they're in a uh, um, they're in a uh, title fight. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's crazy. Um, but uh, all these guys say, I, I got to keep winning, got to keep winning. And then when they do lose, you know, the fans and certain things, they, they I mean, I don't know. It's it's crazy, man. How does it affect you mentally when you have a loss and then people are talking crazy online and there's memes? Because it's a different day and age now mm, for, sure. for boxing with things going viral, people posting things. So does that affect you at all? Do you ever get irritated about it? I think everybody's different. For me, like... I don't dwell in, in, in what people say about me or uh, uh, really care too much. I think it just I think it's one of those things. Either you have have it or you don't. You know, certain people care about what certain people say, but for me, I understand that this is a big world and you can't please everybody. And anybody that try to please everybody, they're gonna they're gonna go crazy. You know what I mean? And, and you just can't do it. So with me, it's like it goes in one ear out the other for me because I'm so blessed. I'm so highly favored. I gotta. A beautiful family. I got a, a beautiful uh, support system behind me, and and you know I just don't. I, I know my mission at hand. I know my task. I know what I I need to do in life. And worrying about others' opinions, I, I you know I, I block it away from me. I shield my heart all the time. I I, I shield my, my 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 space. You know that's why I'm always positive. Always mm -hmm. positive speaking. Positive believing. And, and, and with all those combined together, I equal positive results. And that's with my whole team, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They say what you want to be and what you want to become, you surround yourself by that. Mm -hmm. And all my team are loving people. We speak positivity amongst each other, amongst um, the world, and, and that's what we come out with, you know, because a lot of people can be very cruel, mm -hmm. and a lot of, it's a lot of people that are miserable out here. You know what I mean? They say misery need company. When you were on the Breakfast Club before, you went viral for some comments that you made about killing your opponent in mm. the ring. What did you think about that? Do you think people misunderstood what you said? Because I saw you also were talking about being in the Barclays and being nervous that you, uh, you know, your opponent might not get back up. Most of, um, I think a lot of people take what I say, you know, out of terms. A certain, you know, a lot of times, especially with the media, because with the media, they rather be 
they rather be first than being correct, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, if you understand the business, you understand that once we step in the ring, that's the item that comes with it. Our life is on the line. I don't think people understand that, you know, being a fan or watching it from the outside looking in, you really don't understand how much of a, a jeopardy that we take when we step in that that's that square ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The head is not meant to be hit in the, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Doctors always tell me that. You know, you know the head is not meant to be hit. When they tell me about my power and my, my body frame and how it doesn't equal out that if I hit something, I'm either going to do three things, hurt the person I'm hitting, hurt myself, or it's going to be both. And with, along with that, they were like, you know, the brain is not be, meant to be shooken. And especially when you're trying to learn about the body and you're trying to make sure you have the right nutrition in your body and, and do the right thing to prepare, prepare for war because that's what we're preparing for is war. And I understand automatically that what it comes to. So mm-hmm. I'm only speaking I'm only speaking what, what can happen. You know what I mean? Really, we're not trying to kill each other, but at the same time, I ain't trying to be nice in there. I'm not trying to go all arounds, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because no matter you go first round or twelfth round, it's the same money. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I always say, I don't get paid for overtime. So, with that being said, that my demeanor that I must have on the outside and then coming in on the inside, it just it's just a whole different. It's a change up, and if I hit a person right or whatever, it it, it can happen. So it's if just you, the obvious you, of things. If you don't have that killer be killed mentality, you might be the one who get killed. You be the one. You can't it's, hold back. You can't. You just can't. And it's just this is not a nice business. It's mm-hmm. not. It's it's filled with crooks, and, and and I don't look. I ain't here to to uh, downplay the business, but I only speak the obvious of what it is. And mm-hmm. this is what we deal with. This is what we sign up with. Not true enough. I I love doing what I love to do. You know what I mean? In this business, I've seen where it can make you come from poor to 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 rich and wealthy. It can make you wealthy. And go and poor, again, yeah. you feel me? And, and it's just a up and down roller coaster with it dealing with the business. But overall, if you know how to maintain yourself and handle it, and and, and have the right people's around you, I mean, it can have make you dreams had some, come true. Some bad financial things happen while you were in this business. Not uh, far as people stealing from me and mm-hmm. different things. Yeah, for sure, for sure. These last two, two, three years, I've been cleaning house. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I've been cleaning the house. Because you've made a lot of pandemic. money. You got, to, you got to see it with the pandemic, huh? Most definitely. And and, and then, you know. You got a great financial team, though. Oh, man, I, got, I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's the yeah. beautiful thing mm-hmm. about you know, humble. boxing that I, I don't have to ever step in the ring again in my All life. Right, right, and right. When I was coming back, that was, uh, you know, what made me feel so great and made my heart warm was my financial people called me. And they was like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You're like, this is the reason why we built you to the point we built you, so you wouldn't have to come back no more. What you doing? I like, you know, I know. You talking about humble, right? Yeah, that's yeah, my guy. That's you know mine I mean? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, and uh, I told him I had to explain to him once I was pre- um, presented a statue. I like it just changed the whole levels of me and my mindset of thinking and how I motivate and inspire people all over the world. You know, I'm always for my people. That's what I always been for. That's what I use my platform for when others fear not to fear to do so. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, uh, being able to have a statue in the heart of Dixie, like it was, where clans used to meet, where uh, where blacks was prohibited to come to unless a white person drove them to 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 work at the house mm-hmm. and where they sold slaves up the street, man. And to see so many people all over the world come down and and join hand in hand with me and my family 
to celebrate my own revealing of a statue and see men and women break down in front of their children and point at me and say, this is what a role model look like. This, mm-hmm. this is a true king. This is this is what you want to be like, not not me. You know what I'm saying? And when, when I see stuff like that, it's just like, it allows me to know how, how important one is in the world to, to others. You know what I mean? You can go all the time and meet so many different people, go to so, so many different countries and meet so many different people, and you can see the impact but not really understand you know the real importance of it until you see certain things, you know, especially as men, because we we always taught to show, you know, don't show no love. That's you right. know, I always got to have tough love or mm-hmm. don't cry or whatever. That show weakness or whatever. But if you really understand, crying is nothing but a cleansing. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. It's nothing wrong with crying. It's That's a right. cleansing. Now, sometimes if you cry too hard, it can bring a domino effect with a lot of other things. Just like when you're taking certain medicine. medicine. It may treat a certain thing, but it costs certain things to happen to you as well. It's just mm-hmm. like, have you ever cried so much that your head start hurting? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You feel a certain type mm-hmm. of way, these emotions and stuff like that. Sometimes that can occur, but it's a cleansing. You know, I had one guy in the gym not too long ago. He going through something. I got the discernment of the spirit. I can feel things by aura energy and emotion. I, I have vision sometimes as well. A lot of people don't know. But uh, with this guy I had, you know, this is the mirror of sparring. I mean, after we got finished sparring, he was going through something. I can feel him all over just talking to him. And, and man, we end up crying in the gym together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't understand. That's just a part of me. You know what I mean? I connect with people. You know, and that's just all types of people. And the things that he was going through, I was there to to comfort him, to motivate him, to to just give him a hug. Sometimes we just need somebody to say, I love you, brother. That's real. Look him in the eyes and I love you and really sincerely give hugs and and let somebody know that you really care for them. You know what I mean? Because in the world that we're living in, especially in times and days like these, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, this world is going crazy. You know what I mean? Sometimes he is scared to raise children in this world or whatever. You, I think about moms all the time. I mm-hmm. think about my wife all the time. Certain places and stuff. Hey, make sure you got your, you know, you got stuff on you. Make sure you know you you aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. because sometimes when you living in a certain world, especially when you got life is seen like what is made for you, mm-hmm. you live in your own bubble. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. When every day somebody looking at you, I always tell people. You all, all, all of us. Somebody looks up to us. We mm-hmm. motivate. We inspire. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, we always got evil looking and praying on us too. And I'd rather be the predator than the prey. Yeah, you know, you, you said something earlier because you was talking about when, when, when humble called you, and I ain't gonna lie, I thought the same thing. I'm like, why is Deontay coming back? Like, you don't got nothing to prove. Mm. You don't have nothing to prove to right. nobody. You done did it. You wealthy. Like, what's what, what what's the reason? What you just explained? It. Yeah, most definitely. You know, I'm a people's person. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love people. And I love seeing people uh, succeed and making and do great in their life, even mm-hmm. if it's if, even if they're doing better than I. I'm happy because I tell people I soak in my happiness and my peace. Mm-hmm. And when you're happy in that peace, no matter what your finances is, no matter what your your surrounding is, is you're happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know I've been both. I'd have been broke, and I'd have been uh, you know, and I've been to the point where I have money, and. All that don't mean nothing if you ain't happening in that piece. Mm-hmm. That's why they. That's why the thing is, it's lonely at the top. That's real. Yeah, because they ain't at peace. You mm-hmm. can have a billion dollars and be miserable and not be happy, and you can be the only one at the top 
because you don't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. You always got to watch your back. Mm-hmm. Even your best friend, a lot of them buying friends and stuff, and then you get to the point where you're just jumping off the cliff. You're committing suicide because that's mm-hmm. why it's lonely. It ain't lonely because everybody ain't got it and they ain't made it there yet, so you just waiting on everybody to come up there. Now it's lonely because you don't know who to trust. You don't know who what to do because you trying to keep your money and everybody else trying to take it from you, so it gets to the point where jumping off the cliff. You know, I, I wonder, right, like, are you are you that much of a perfectionist that, because I remember after the Ortiz fight, and then I think it was the first Fury fight, you was like, nope, I got to go, what do you say, I, I got to co-correct these, leave no doubt, I think you were saying. You said, I don't want to leave no doubt about these fights, so that's why you went to fight Ortiz again, then you went to fight Fury again. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, Is that the perfectionism in you? Is just like, nah, man, I got to make sure I, I beat these guys. Almost definitely. It's just something that, uh, within myself, mm-hmm. not only just what, what, you know, what others say, you know, because I don't really dwell in what others' opinion about me or what they say or what they think, you know what I mean? I get that confirmation from myself and mm-hmm. God, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, when, there's, when there's certain things that within myself that um, you can't leave doubt. You can feel a certain type of way. You feel un- unaccomplished, or, or or certain things you wanted to do that you didn't, you didn't, you you wasn't able to do, or you didn't do it at that moment in time. And especially with the Ortiz, you know, they'll make up all types of excuses about certain things. You can the referee can break it up, and and, and if you in your corner longer than than certain time, oh, they they giving them more time and all mm-hmm. this and it like. You don't get no breaks in the in the business of boxing. So, with that being said, I, I like I said, I don't want to leave no doubts in nothing. Not even with myself, or even with others. You know, and um, that's why I take up on certain challenges. You know, that's that's not even my mandatory, or I don't even have to spot fight at the time. Mm-hmm. But because I, especially with Ortiz, you know, what I mean, that's my uh, that's my guy right there. That's my brother. You know, what I mean, and. Um, and fighting, it does bring you together. I mm-hmm. mean, it can bring you apart. Depends on how you handle the situation. But with Ortiz, I see a man that defected from his country for his family and came here to America to try to build and was a great fighter. But nobody gave him an opportunity because yeah. of his, because for one, Southpaw and his skill level uh, of being able to to be a Southpaw. We don't have many Southpaws in, in boxing. Most of them are orthodox, which mean right hand, right handers. But he had the skill level and his determination was through the roof to support his family. His daughter was uh, born with uh, with a type of condition as well as mine's as well. So I immediately had a connection with him. Mm-hmm. Although I knew he was dangerous, but I, like I want to fight him. I want to bless him. I want to bless his family. I want to be able to get bless him with money so he can support his daughter and get her out of that, you know, situation, you know. And I took up on that challenge. I, I offered him an opportunity, two of them, even when he failed the drug test. And that's another big thing in, in this business. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to uh, everybody wanna cheat. Every, no matter if they putting rat poison in them, they'll shoot that needle in their butt, you know what I mean? They'll put it in their arms. They'll take this certain thing. They'll eat certain type of meat and say it was it was bad meat or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, they know what they're doing in this business. Everybody trying to come up and, and, and get to a certain point. But with Ortiz, I gave him that opportunity, and I blessed him and his family. He made his first million with me. And, wow. Um, and That's great. Do you, that first fight with Ortiz is what showed me how much of a warrior spirit you got. Because, I mean, it's one thing when you come in there and you're knocking everybody out, but when mm. you got to deal with some adversity yeah. mid-fight, people yeah. was like, oh, you people thought you was out, you was out on your feet a little bit, but... Mm. You rebounded, 
cleaned him up. Right. Like, that's when I realized, like, I said, okay, Wild is a warrior for real. He was very skillful. I knew what I was getting myself into, mm-hmm. especially with Ortiz um, during that time. And, and, and um, but you know, it was for for me. It's not win lose win lose or draws for me. It's it's it's, it's the meaning behind this fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? Go- how is it gonna help uh, my family or his family and things like that? And that, that's what I'm always. That's what one of the things I'm in this business for. Not only just to show my greatness, because I feel we all have greatness. But mm-hmm. greatness is only determined by service. Mm-hmm. So every day I apply my service. I tell my children apply your service every day you wake up. What makes you unique from other children? The other mindsets. <laughs> when you get up, apply your greatness. That's mm-hmm. the only way you 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 see success in life is just applying. Or you'll be one of those people that's sitting around here talking about somebody else, a guy all this time of their hand worrying about what the other person doing or mm-hmm. being nosy in certain business and stuff like that. We understand that misery needs company, and over here we all happy and, 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 and like I said, soaking in our peace. So it's only blessings come from our mouth. It's only prosperity, only positive speaking for others. Like I said, even if you're doing better than us, we're right. happy for you. Now, Deanta, you have this fight on Saturday at the Barclays, and you're fighting Hellenius. So do you have a connection to him? Like you talked about the connection, you know, that you've had in the past, and you also think about the money that he's getting from this fight because this is a big deal for him. Yeah, most doubt. This is a huge deal this for is him, actually. Fight, right? Yeah, and, and the position that he's in, um... After this fight, if 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 victorious, he goes to to uh, become a mandatory for uh, for Usyk. Usyk, which yeah. Is, yeah it was a title eliminator fight. Yeah, this is a WBC eliminator fight. Okay, okay. So you know, so either one of you could go on to fight Usyk next. Either one of us. Well, you know, for him, he's the mandatory mandatory mm-hmm. for a certain belt that he has. But um, you know, Usyk would be in the audience as well. He said he wants to win a others fight. So oh, word. Um, yeah. So. So the next fight could be a uh, for a title, you know, and um, if especially if Usa is a man of his word, which I, I know a couple of people that that have been around and know him, and you know they validate for him. So we'll see what happens. But with 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 uh, my opponent, with Robert, he's never been in this position before, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know he's always wanted to become a champion for his country, and you know all that and stuff like is that. that. So what's that? Where's he from? Sweden. Sweden. Uh, yes. Sweden. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, so this is a big opportunity, a big deal for him. And, um, you know, he's he's been my longtime sparring partner as well. So mm-hmm. we kind of know each other well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing about it, this is where it counts. So everybody bring the AA-plus game when they're fighting me for sure. And uh, my only thing with him is just I just hope he – I hope he be fair. You know, a lot of these guys, they want to – they want to, you know, they get to a certain point and they want to want to cheat and do certain things or whatever. Uh, it's so many different uh, uh, products out here that can't be detected. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just the, the drug game and, and people detecting it, you know, they always behind because there's always something being created and mm-hmm. they trying to detect and then get, you know, it's a, it's a, it's. It's crazy. So we'll we'll see what happens. So I'm looking forward to this fight. It's gonna be an amazing fight. Although he's my sparring partner, but when he get in the ring, you know, I turn it on. And, um, <laughs> see, see, I I'm always rooting for you, but I, I really want to see you fight U6 at this point. So I guess yeah. the the politics must be keeping the U6 Fury fight from happening. Then, because they was talking about that next. I don't know what's going on with that man. You know, that's another thing that kills boxing. Dealing with these promoters. Mm-hmm. You know, you deal with certain managers and stuff like that, and sometimes they can they can prolong a fight. They can keep a a fight from happening for a long period of time, just like the 
uh, my guy Earl Spence and Crossfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because it is a business, like you said. Exactly. It's a business. It's a business, and every Everybody you know, it's most. a business where the Green Eye Monster is is, is involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the Green Eye Monster, they don't have no loyalty anyone. You know what I mean? All they want to do is fulfill his pockets and his needs. And even when it's fulfilled, it try to get extra. You know what I mean? To make sure it is it's good. And with that being said, sometimes a fight can be prolonged. It, and, and, and when the fighters are ready, I believe, you, you know, if you're in your prime and you're feeling good, let's get a fight on. Right. Like how much money you you trying to generate and try to make? How much money do you actually need to live in this world? You know what I mean? Especially when you ain't got too much obligations to fulfill and stuff like that. Like how much? And even so, you know what I mean? Good investments will keep you going so you don't have to. Come on, you know what to say. Now, let me ask you this. (laughs) (laughs) With with Hellenius, you said if he wins, it's mandatory for him to fight Usyk. If he does win, what does that mean for you? Would you still want to continue to fight, or would this be it? I say I have three more years. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people always, you know, like I said, media rather be be first than being correct. And they always take my words and scramble it up and make it. You know, get the clicks and likes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People gotta get the clicks and likes to make it sound entertainment or mm-hmm. certain things he didn't say, but I'm gonna put it in. You know, you got the editing, you know, you got great editors out there that put certain <laughs> things in there and stuff like that. But I told them I only have three years. That's it. That can be from six fights to nine fights. And um and I'm out of here. You know, I'm to the end of forty. I think that uh that'll be it for me. And um, that's all. That's all the service I'm gonna provide. So within these next three years, I'm gonna continue to fight, mm-hmm. win, lose, or draw. I'm gonna still do what I do. At least that's my 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 plan right now. I, I mean, it can all change. You know, what I mean, getting hit in the head and stir like stuff like that. You know, what I mean, it definitely causes wear and tear and um, damage to your to your body all over. And that's why I advise all fighters to go get you know, cat scans, MRIs. You know, what I mean, brain scans. You know, test your body, see what's going on. Because as fighters, we all, you know, we want to show how tough we are and stuff like that. And you never go and check on our body mm-hmm. um, internally. You know, externally, we may feel good, we may feel great, but internally, your body could be saying a whole different story mm-hmm. until you go get checked out and certain things like that. And I advise all my fighters to go get checked out, go see what's going on. You know what I mean? I see a couple of guys are coming out with mental illness and, and, and being you know, able to be comfortable to talk about it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But there's a lot of other things that goes on that they don't talk about, that they don't want to reveal and bring out and stuff like that. And another thing, a lot of them don't have the, the, the money to go seek certain help and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In sports, <laughs> in a real sport, they ha- when you sign to a team, they have shit, people run to you. They have certain things already available. Mental for health you. professionals, therapists, you know all that, yeah. Especially healthcare. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, I mean, it ain't even nowadays. It's just been through the history of time. Certain shows is put on, you know, it's a certain requirement of what how much it's gonna take to get a uh to get uh uh to to support this fight uh, with the insurance, health in, um health insurance and stuff like that, but they only get it to the point where they can put the show on. They ain't looking to really uh, somebody get hurt to pay for some stuff. I done had many times where I had to go and hospital bills linger on a year, two years, and I just end up paying out my own stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I have my own thing set up because I've already learned through the history of time, you better have your own in this. This is an individual business all the way through. It's a team effort. You got your team, of course. They mm-hmm. train you. That's the team ever, but they can't help you when you get in that square ring. I was going to ask you, you know, 
having football players up there, you know, the, the, one of the questions is if you have a son or a child, would you want your child to play football? And 90% of them say no. Mm. If one of your children wanted to box, uh, with everything that you said, with injuries and, you, you know, your head's not supposed to get hit, would you want your child to box? It's for me. For me, it's all about, especially with my children, how they feel. You know, if if they show me passion, if they show dedication, if they show hard work ethic, then I'm gonna let my children do whatever they, you know, whatever's positive for them, and they feel like they can do it. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent support them. I'm gonna tell them the the pros and cons of it and what all it can take. And by them being um, raised into into this, they, you know, they see, you mm-hmm. know, they understand, they they comprehend very intelligently on what's going on. And if uh, that's something that they're serious about, they got to be serious about this business. You know what I mean? Because I take it seriously and I speak. That's why I, that's why I speak. You came from a different place, right? You came from Alabama. You wanted Correct. to get out. You wanted yeah. to provide for your family. They don't necessarily have to do exactly. that. You know what I mean? So it's a different fight. It's a different feeling. It's a different... Exactly. And you don't see people getting into this business that, that, that got it made or with a silver spoon in their mouth. It ain't for those type of people. Mm-hmm. It's for people that come out of poverty or, or mm-hmm. <laughs> looking to help their family, uh, you know, get to some type of uh, financial gain and different things. Mm-hmm. Like, only time you see people that's with a silver spoon that get into this business, they doing exhibitions and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But as far as the business is concerned, and you had to start from the ground up, you don't see that. And we all just trying to make it. That's why you see fighters still signing bad deals mm-hmm. with bad bad promoters and stuff like that because mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they do it they'll sit a brief it can be $50,000 mm-hmm. you know and if you won't have no money that's a million dollars to you mm-hmm. you know I, mean, I remember when $100 was like shit that shit was like 100000 to me mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean you held it tight <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying knowing that you had to feed the family you had to feed the family and go to work and that's gas so between that time and feeding the family and gas you really had no extra money for extra t- uh, curricular activities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This is all you had. This is, you know, and, and you hold that tight. So when certain promoters come in, they'll bring that briefcase with all that money. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And whether it's slide on the table or put it right there in front of you, I won't say names or certain guys or certain information stuff. Like, you know, that, you know, but they do it. And when you at a, when you're in a hard rock in a hard spot, what are you gonna do? Especially you young, you used to fighting for free anyway. Oh, Let me get that bread real quick. Come on with it. <laughs> you already got in your mind what you wanna do with it, That's how right. you wanna spend it. It's already it. spent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was, I, I was reading this article on a boxing scene by Lyle Fitzsimmons, and he said something that I totally disagree with. He says he feels like you're not a Hall of Famer. Mm. What do you say to well, that? Well, you know, everybody gonna have their opinion about certain things, you know what I mean? I don't, you know. That's that's their right to hold that opinion on themselves. Uh, opinions you know, can be wrong. They're right, wrong. most definitely, most definitely. But you know, my my uh, fist is already in the Hall of Fame, and so my body will carry with me <laughs> along with it, whether they believe it or not. I, you know, it ain't up to them at the end of the day. And what I've done, I've done amazing things. You know, I've done things where. You know, these former greats that's in the Hall of Fame and haven't done. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I've passed, surpassed, and stuff, and put the icing on the cake. How many? How many? How many? How many greats you know got a statue? A legit? I ain't talking about where a facility, <laughs> where a facility say, "Hey, I want to give you a statue. I want to mm-hmm. pay some money, give you a statue or whatever, or organization come in. I want to give you now. Nah, I'm talking about state funded, like mm-hmm. a legit statue. Not too many, not too many. So when they did that, they put me in a, a short boys, 
um, of the few that have statues out here that represent something that really means something. When you get a statue, man, that right, they put all my accomplishment. Um, they they say all my accomplishment, what I've done inside the arena, have been set in stone within the statue. So can't nobody take that away from me ever. When I die, when the haters die down, or even with my lovers, you know, die down when the inevitable come for us, that statue will still be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and with that with that being said, you know, I don't care about what people say or what they do. Just you know, just let's see what happens. And, and and we'll see. I know what the future holds. I know what it's gonna be, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's all that matters. The stuff like that fuel you? It doesn't. It mm-hmm. doesn't. You know what I mean? Because uh, everyday life fuels me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, providing my service to my greatness—that's what fuels me. I practice what I preach. You know what I mean? I can't say one thing and then go do the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My grandma told me years ago. She said, "Baby." You're not gonna be able to talk like others. You're not gonna be able to hang out with certain, uh, like other people hang out. You're not gonna be able to do certain things like others do because God is trying to use you. You are anointed by God. And uh, you know, as you live life and you experience certain things, you understand more and more, you know, uh, what your parents was talking about, your grandmother or certain people, you know. Uh, just because a person is old don't mean they they're wise. So mm-hmm. don't don't <laughs> don't take it as oh you better listen to that old man or that old woman. They know what they're talking about. That don't mean they they're wise. It ain't wisdom come from knowledge, mm-hmm. and you must apply knowledge to life to become wise, mm-hmm. or you'll be considered as what we all may know old fool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when she told me that, you know, I've, I've experienced stuff and I applied knowledge to life and I understand certain things. Yeah, that's why, you know, I'm a homebody. I don't really, people don't really see me. You know what I mean? I don't really go anywhere. You know, I'm happy at the home. You know, I have multiples of properties all over and, and, and me and my family, we travel to different things. We happy, we're content and I love to see, I love to speak positivity on, on them and, and to show them what what it is to really be loved and, and, and show support and be able to provide your greatness into this world. Because if you don't, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be sitting around. And while we know that that years pass by, you know what I mean? Three years. I'm saying I got three more years. That's, that's going to go by so fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just imagine you being 25 and that thing you turn up. You're 30 years old and 30, 70. What are you like? What a years has gone. You see your mm-hmm. kids, they're getting older and older. How I test my kids at the height is, you know, how they can't reach over the counter so you can put certain things on the counter. Now to the point, they're getting to the point where they can just reach things and do things. I'm like, man, they, they're growing. So, you know, you got to, I, I don't worry about stupidity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I just don't, I don't take in. I don't, because sometimes you can get, uh, you can get 99 people that saying great things about you. And you can get this one person to say some foul stuff all out of the way. They got spicy with the mouth, and you want to, out of all these people, you didn't come in, and you want to come into this one person that right. s- sent you some emotional And people garbage. get more attention when they say something that's, like, contrary to what other people are saying. Exactly. You know why? Because this world dwells on, on negativity. They dwell on, that's why the news always, that's why, you know, it's always bad. And if it's good, nobody don't want to hear nothing about no good. It's if it bleeds, it leads you know in I mean? the news. That's what they do. And it's so backward. This world's backward. What we say and what we do. You know what I mean? Nobody care about the good. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to uh, for so. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But everybody want to hear about who and who business, who cheated on who, who did this, who got shot or whatever. But if anybody doing some type of charity work or, or helping a family out or keeping this family from the bank closing on how, 
oh, they, you know, they should have saved them and they should did it. Nobody don't care about the good mm-hmm. in this world. They, it's all bad and negative, and and it's crazy because that's the only thing that can entertain people is the bad and stuff. That's the only thing that can motivate them, incite them. But if your mind was was advanced and you and you had a mind that didn't worry about certain things of the world. That stuff would would make bring happiness to you. It would bring peace to you. You know what I mean? You will look at a person. You will really be happy for them. Not only because you see them doing good, but it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's just like music. Music is something you feel and not what you hear. So when you hear people doing seeing seeing certain things or you hear certain things, that feeling inside, like especially like you say you love somebody. You know you love somebody. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It ain't just saying oh, I love you. You know what I'm saying? It's when I say it, I can feel it. <laughs> and that's when you know it's authentic, it's real, it's genuine, and that's what we. That's why I love the people around me. That when you say something to me, you you feeling it, it's coming mm-hmm. from your heart, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what make the body run. Your mind don't control your your body. You know what I mean? A lot of people think the mind controls the body, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's your heart. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to follow your heart. Because many times the mind will tell you quit. It'll tell you to give up. You can't do it. And when negativity, uh, when people throw in, uh, emotional garbage your way, you're like, you know what? You probably think, yeah, they right. I ain't gonna. Nah. You can have all the talent in the world, but you won't, <laughs> you won't be able to show the world your talent because you worrying about what somebody else saying or thinking about you. So you sit back and chill and let somebody else don't care about what the what the talk is and let them bloom and blossom and get all the things. It took you a while to get to that point, though, because you are the person who uh, invited a troll to the gym <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> well, no, I came to him. You went I came, to him? Yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to him. Yeah. I went to him, but, you know. Were you uh, shocked he was there when you showed up? I wasn't shocked. He was shocked that I came because mm. he he in, he was in California, and I'm coming all the way from Alabama. So he didn't expect <laughs> me to come. But, but uh, for me, I always tell people, for me to truly understand you, when people are describing or, 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 or saying things to me, it's like in my head, I, it's like a movie for me. So that's how I press play as you explain. So I see it playing as a movie. That's the only thing I like. I get excitement or I can laugh at certain things harder than others or whatever. It may not even be funny to that person, but to me it's, it's, it's hilarious because I press play in my head and saw, you know, certain things happening. And and, and that's, how, that's how I am all the way. So when he was... He, when he was writing to me and he was explaining about duct taping my my daughter's mouth and all these different things, I visualized her in the chair. Oh lord! Duct tape. You know, she oh. crying for her daddy, and that's all. That, that's all I. I went. I went. My whole intentions was to go kill him. You know, what I mean, it wasn't to box him. You know, boxing was the thing to 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 get it set up to do it. You know, what I mean, I brought my gun and everything. I brought my camera guy, and I brought one of my one of my good, good, uh, one of my brothers with me um, to this uh, to this lovely event that we was about to have. <laughs> <laughs> and when he saw me, his eyes like he seen a ghost because he wasn't. You know, they talk, talk, talk. Right, they, they don't think you're gonna show me. up. He didn't expect it at all. You know what I mean? And when I came, man, when I saw this dude, like. The feeling that came over me. So I know how people, how the devil, they say the devil got in me. <laughs> I know that feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I had to, I had to, I had to really like, anyway, it was crazy. I don't know it if that's crazy. the devil. We was having this conversation Man. this morning because I was talking about the reason you leave people's kids alone is because when you ask a parent, what would you do if somebody did such and such to your kid? The answer is, I don't know. Mm. Because 
You don't know how you're going to be yeah, pushed amen. as a parent when somebody do something to your Come child on. or say something to your child. Come on. Especially when you love your children. That's yourself. right. That's right. They say you don't know what love is until you have a child. That's right. That's why, uh, for me, one of the greatest gifts in this world is having my children and being somebody's father. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't nothing precious to being somebody's father. And and that's what one of the things, you know, and then my daughter, you know, she was born with spina bifida. And um, and I told her when she was two, I said, daddy's going to be able to support you and be uh, uh, Daddy's gonna be able to support you. He's gonna be a world champion and, and be able to uh, support you beyond your belief. And you know, when you see people like that and stuff like that, you just what it just up, something got in me. What happened? Um, we end up. I I end up. We end up. The gym that we was at, they wouldn't let us uh, do our thing up in there. So we had to walk to another gym. And then on the way of walking, I seen this dark alley. And the devil got in me again. I started walking in the alley, and my voice changed and stuff. And, you know, my guy's hand with me, the uh, film guy, he was behind because he was filming everything. And I just, all of a sudden, something just came up. Come in this alley. And I made up my mind I was going to kill him right there in that alley. I made up my mind it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. But then a vision came in my head, and I seen my film man snitching on me. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn. I had to take I had to I had to take a deep breath because I, I you know I me. Mean, we glad you didn't crash. Out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. we glad you but didn't I, crash. I, I can't believe he walked with you and was coming. But I, I told you the video. We saw, I saw the video of you beating on him in the gym. When yeah, that's when we got to the gym. Yeah, when they oh, got, when we got to the gym. Okay, okay, okay. And um, I ended up getting my lawyer to to uh, you know make some papers up so I wouldn't get it legally. He wouldn't you know sue me mm -hmm. or nothing like that. And uh, he ended up signing it. For the grace of God, I I brought two left gloves. So my right hand had a left glove on it as well. And I made sure that I packed right and left because I know I'm, you know what I mean? But uh, it was the grace of God all the way through. It was just the grace of God. Right. That was something, you know, in my life that was a, you know, situation where, like you said, you don't know what you're going to, you don't know mm -hmm. what you'll do when they're dealing with your children. That's you right. just don't know. You know what I mean? That can be a trigger point. You know, right there, you're like, I'm willing to lose everything That's for right. my child. Right you know what I mean? And But, you know, oh, you know, it's a lesson. Uh, as you live in life, like I said, through 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 experience and through knowledge, you apply it to life, and it makes you wise. So at this point in time, anybody would have did, you know, do it now, you know. I don't know what I do. But, now, uh, now, hold on. I don't know. Did your field man ever really snitch on you about anything? Uh, nah, it wasn't nothing to snitch on at that point okay. in time. Okay, is he still no with you? Yeah, yeah, he okay, is. Okay, he okay. Is. It so wasn't no crime see, So you just see visions. You see the movie of beforehand, mm -hmm. and you can. Figure mm -hmm. it's kind of like a little bit of a psychic ability. Yes, it's. A, I don't know. I don't know. I got. I know. I had to discern the spirit. That's for sure. I know. Had many situations where I've uh, saw visions of things of or in of people that have happened only in the last three seconds, mm -hmm. two to three seconds, and then they go away. And um, certain events have occurred and happened. You like know since I mean? you were young, or is this something? Sometimes you can. Sometimes you make it have ability to do something. And then things happen to you, you ignore it, mm -hmm. or you don't know what's going on you with you. You didn't tap and, into it. The you, know way you, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? And as I got older, I started tapping into myself. And the only way I could tap into myself is spending a lot of long time with myself. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell people, spend a long time. It's, 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 oh, man, it's so refreshing. It's mm -hmm. amazing to spend a long time with yourself. To be able to say I'm by myself, or you can, I can spend months by myself, just being me. I don't need no TV. I don't need internet. I don't need none of that because my mind is so 
It's so unique. It is so advanced. I tell people that a spaceship can fit in. Although I'm from a small place, but my mind is so big. It's not narrow mind. It's mm-hmm. huge. And when you have that ability, when you have the ability to tap in with self and to tap in with the universe and the things around you, you find entertainment within yourself. You find that I don't need certain things. I don't need certain people. I don't mm-hmm. need certain activities to, to occur in my life where I feel like I can't be at home. I got because some people just can't stay at home. They mm-hmm. gotta be somewhere. Mm-hmm. They gotta go somewhere. They gotta be around certain people and stuff. Or if not, then is that life is so boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Blessings to them, but I think I thank God that you know my mind is set that I don't have to be around certain mm-hmm. people. I don't have to go certain places. I don't have to have certain things, you know, to have entertainment to find joy up in this world. I can have me myself and my and I, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. and it, it does it does great work when you when you definitely when you're big into meditation. Absolutely, with, you know what I'm saying. And you come and meditation been a big meditation with visualization has been a big part of my life. When you pick it up. Uh, I picked it up in the Olympics. When I went to the Olympics, we had a, a person come to the to the Olympics to train us, mm-hmm. and uh, we had an exercise dealing with meditation. Oh, I even doing this long time. Right. Yeah, I, and uh, certain things. Uh, I like to take you know certain things serious. You know, a lot of a lot of the guys, you know, being fighters and especially being fighters, you know, certain things, you know, you just want to hold that image, or whatever, mm-hmm. and and all that and stuff. But for me. They was we was practicing some things. She made us get on the mat, close our eyes, and start visualizing certain things. And I took it very serious, mm-hmm. and I think I, I thank God I did because I, I took so much from it, and that was the start of me starting uh, meditation. So from that point on, I started practicing and practice. Practice makes perfect. That's right. So I started practicing it and practicing it, and I started tapping to it even more so than ever, and. <laughs> And, and, and especially when you visualize through meditation. And visualization is just visualizing yourself. It's just like every day. What you want to do today? Mm-hmm. You want to visualize yourself having a great day. You want to do this. What you want to eat? Who you want to meet? What kind of energy you want to be around you and stuff like that. And you visualize. It's almost like cheating on a test. And then when life actually happens to occur, you're running through that course. You may not get everything that you visualize on there. It's just like life. Sometimes the the the... the the toughest things is the things that you don't see, mm-hmm. you know, coming. How you, you're able to dwell in the moment of that or how bounce back or how you handle a situation where you couldn't visualize or meditate on and then it happened occurs. But the things that you can't control is like, damn, I saw this. That's right. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like running a race. You can see the course. You can visualize the course. You know everything in that course. Mm-hmm. And when you run that course, it's like it was easy. It like breathe, you know. You did it with with no effort because you already visualized yourself going through it. So when it was time to do it, it was it was like nothing. easy. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Once you, you know, it may not happen for you on the first, second, third, fourth try, but practice made perfect. And that's what they say. And and I, I advise everybody to uh to get into some type of meditation, whether it's visualization or whether it's just you know getting mm-hmm. with yourself. They got a a beautiful app they call. Uh, uh, headspace mm-hmm. that teaches you those space, yeah. yeah, the calm mm-hmm. app. I I mm-hmm. love meditation. I, I tried it back in the day, couldn't grasp it. About two years ago, I finally learned how to do it. Mm. You know, I, I do it with my beads. Though I count my beads and yeah. I chant my I chant my mantra. Yes, sir. And I'm able to just go escape for like ten minutes. So, do you have a certain room you go in, or because yeah, some I, people you know make their closets into yeah certain things and I, stuff like I that. I go in a, a room in my crib, mm. turn the lights off, count my beads. Chant my affirmation. I try to do it in the morning and sometimes at night before I go to bed. Yeah, um, put, makes your brain still. Right. Love I, it. 
I done got so big into it. Well, uh, when I built my home, I, I built a, a meditation room got, for I'm, it. Yeah, I got that. I'm doing that now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, man, beautiful. And then when I go in there, I always wash my hands, feet, and face mm -hmm. because I want purity. Come in, and my grandmother, she was, she was, you know, very big into to 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 to, to the Bible, and, and she was a pastor, so she used to always wear white. So I got this white uniform that every time I wash my hands, feet, and face, and put my my uniform on, nothing under it, just just that. And I go up in there, and man, it's just 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 purity to come, what I ask for, what I think about, what I visualize, and stuff like that. It, and and whatever I'm going through before I went in there, when I get out, hey, how you doing? That's right. You know what I mean? You <laughs> smiles right. and you're happy, you feel with love. You feel you know, it's a beautiful thing and I think the world should be able to practice it and and, and, and and try to get some type of understanding because a lot of things goes on in the world, man. It's just like you like, man, what the world are we doing? Especially, you know, black on black crimes. You know what I mean? I'm so sick of it. And I say how how you feel a certain passion in your heart when you mm -hmm. say I love yourself. So when I say that, like, I'm tired of it. Sometimes I see events and for me, I share tears. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I genuinely cry for my people. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like we got enough enemies. We don't got to be uh, each other's enemy. Uh, yeah, 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 I get it. Uh, it's so it's so sad, bro. Mm -hmm. It's so sad to see certain things and senseless, especially when it's senseless killing. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, 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 man. I, and, I, and I understand the certain things that that they put us in a situation where we have to fight out certain things. I understand certain things, but but certain things just senseless, man. It's just crazy. Right. And, and, and still breaks your heart. Ah man, I want to share tears right now. I get it. You know what I mean? Because I'm so tired. That's how tired I am to, of seeing it. I'm like, I know the world is against loving and and all the positive things, but like, God, come on. Like what? What are what are you what are you doing? If you ain't if you ain't providing your greatness to this world, what what is what is the purpose? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you want to go kill, I mean I ain't gonna promote that. I ain't gonna say that. See, I've learned to certain things that say a hold back on, and I said because certain people can take it out of out of proportion of what I say. But man, we need to spread more more love to the world, especially with our own our own kind. Because this is ridiculous. What's going it. on in the world is 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 is, is so ridiculous. I want to ask you one more thing. I know you uh, you said a fourth fight with Fury is possible. Mm -hmm. I saw Fury say that too. Uh, Usyk, you say you want Usyk. Mm -hmm. Anthony Joshua, if that fight became available, would you would you take that one? Uh, most definitely, most definitely. You know, actually, actually, being Anthony Joshua is still the biggest fight in the world to be. A lot made. of people say that it is everywhere. Even I bigger than Fury and Joshua. Even bigger than Fury. Mm -hmm. and, uh, even bigger than Fury and Usyk. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably worldwide. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Everywhere I go, yeah. they still ask about it. I don't care, man. I, they want to see that fight, and I don't know, think Anthony Joshua last two rounds with you. It's my personal opinion. He just—I mean, when Joshua just—I don't know, man. He just—he don't have his own mind, bro. He just—I don't want—I I don't sit here to talk negative about nobody or nothing like that. It just—I expect certain things for certain people and stuff like that, and I hope they expect it for themselves. I see so much potential and so much thing more left that he can do, but I think the people that are around here get in his head certain mm -hmm. things, and he's not the type of person that can differentiate, differentiate between certain things and 
And of course, certain people that have brought you up in certain ways, but sometimes you got to have your own mind to understand what's right and wrong, mm-hmm. and and how you gonna build for your family, not build for this man or whatever. Because I always tell fighters, we are the product. You're not gonna put no ass in the seat without the product. Mm-hmm. That's point blank, period. That's it. You can't do it. And us being a, by us being the product, we have the power. And when you get to a certain level, you should be able to use your power. That's why I never let anyone dictate it how my career should go. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm in the position where I am. Over 90, 98%, my percentage, 98% of the fighters don't have nothing to show for after the game is over with. You know, but you see all these, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, oh, man, he was a great fighter. He, you know, he did this and that, but what do he have to show for? Mm-hmm. Instead of Parkinson's, instead of uh, brain damage, or, uh, 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 mental illness, or, or speech impairments, a certain thing that they hospital bills that's through the roof that they can't even support. But you see those same people that made the fights and managed them and still, ah, oh, he was great. They're millionaires. That's right. They live in mansions. Their children are taken care of. Their grandkids are taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the fighter that made all this stuff happen have nothing to show for. That's right. mm-hmm. And that's why I made a stand for myself and I tried to help other fighters as well, especially, you know, those that were here, you know, what I'm doing, how I am, but you know, sometimes when people feel that you're from a small place or whatever, you don't really know what you're talking about. They, you know, sometimes I make up my own words. Sometimes I stumble over certain words and stuff like that. We from that. the south. That's what we do, man. And I'm passionate about what I say. So yeah. sometimes my passion can overflow in what I'm saying. Yeah, and that happens up here all the time with us. So it's fine. <laughs> Definitely, with me. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, but the proof is in the pudding. I stand in a beautiful seat mm-hmm. as I, you know, what I mean, right now in life. You know what I mean? I I have a beautiful family. My finances is, is is amazing. I'm in a 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 business where I do not have to come back to ever again, no matter what. And a lot of fighters can't say that. Even a lot of them at the top, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, can't say a lot of them at the top ask for advances. You know what I mean? Because their money has ran low. Mm-hmm. So they ask for advances for the next fight and stuff like that. And it's crazy. And I try to tell them. But um with the with 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 the Joshua, when you talking about a guy talking about he got to go to America to find a heart, and then, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe he watched The Wizard of Oz before saying that, and then that came <laughs> up or whatever. But, you know, certain things he says, it just, it, it, you know, it don't it don't register to me. You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk negative. You think him. he wants to make the fight? Uh, that's, 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 that's a question so. mark by it. Yeah. Because if they, if they didn't want to take $50 million guaranteed, they ain't gonna want to fight, bro. Mm-hmm. Fifty million dollars, and and when I made that out in, on, on my social media, that came from my handlers. Mm-hmm. That came from Al Heyman himself. He said, "D, put it out, tell him." And then Joshua hit me up personally himself, and I'm explain like, bro, I I even more so got on him. I'm like, you don't need certain people, bro. You know that, right? You are the product. You can do this. We can do this, man. We can make a lot of money. We can mm-hmm. do boom, boom, boom. Everything we said to do went back and and, and show show mm-hmm. his his. his, his I ain't gonna say the things I always say. I'm I'm better. I'm coming. I'm <laughs> he visualizing right now. The fight is this Saturday. That's the right. Barclays, At the Barclays, go we Brooklyn. Appreciate you for joining us this morning. Oh uh, man, thank you so much. Hey, Wilder is back. The excitement is back. Please come and show support and love. We'll you don't want to miss this fight. It's gonna be on Fox Pay Per View right here in Brooklyn. Do you feel like Barclays you need a knockout? Center. Um, that's just what I do. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? That just come with me. Um, um, knocking guys out, putting them on the canvas and stuff like that. So um, my title uh, for this second reign is to have fun. 
You know what right. I mean? I've accomplished so much <laughs> in the seat that I sit in. I don't have, like you said, I don't have nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to bring the excitement. So here we are once again. We're back at it. The heavyweight division was was boring when I left. I'm back, and now it's back exciting. And uh, the reason you should come and see this fight because you know with Deontay Wilder, I'm always gonna put you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen, but when it happened, bam, baby, good night. That's right. Deontay you know what I'm saying? Wilder. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.